0: Welcome to the Q4 Impact Podcast, where we challenge the cultural norms of aging through scripture, story, and conversation. Today on our podcast, we are going to be talking about a topic that some may find a bit morbid or even prefer not to talk about at all. I am back again with Ron regan the founder of Q4 Impact. And Ron, I would love for you to do the honor of introducing our topic today.
1: Well, you're giving me the hard one, Sus.
0: <laughs> I am.
1: So we're going to talk about death today.
0: There's more of it for you.
1: Yeah, it is a little morbid, but I think as you don't don't uh, tune us out yet before you hear a little more about specifically how how are we going to be remembered. You know, what? what is gonna be said of us at the end of our lives, um, that's kind of our topic. And so it's gonna include that, but we're gonna make it so it's not morbid.
0: I think that is a, a good promise to be made. Now, my guess is that at least even fleetingly, a lot of people have thought in general terms about how they want to be remembered. Why is it so important for us to actually consider and talk about here?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, as I'm getting closer to you know, that, that uh, stage or that, that event taking place, I think it's naturally said that as you get older, and you think about it more. Um, however, even though that's true, I still don't hear a lot of conversation. Uh, there isn't a ton of books on the topic, and it's really not discussed all that much. And and I think that's not good. I, I think there needs to be conversation. There needs to be thought. There needs to be a, a deliberate choosing of making sure that we are going to be remembered the way we want to be remembered. And and for that to happen, uh I I just I wouldn't want that to be a random event. Like I'm just the type of person that I want to plan and I want to evaluate. I want to make sure that I'm not leaving things out or and and so that's kind of the the motivation for addressing this topic.
0: In your blog, you pose the question, what is the legacy that you want to leave when you're gone? How have you answered that question personally?
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty obvious. It's obvious to me, yet I think it was really helpful to do the work of writing things down or taking the time to say, you know, are there three things I want to be remembered for? Are there two things? Are there five things? And so uh, that's what I've done. And so when I look at that, when I look at all of the options of how to be remembered, do I want to be remembered, Susan, because Ron had the cleanest car of any <laughs> world, you know. I remember Ron, I remember getting in his car and it was just always Like <laughs> It's not a bad thing, but certainly you don't want that to be. That's <laughs> true. Yes. Yeah, so, so, you know, what are the things that I, I want to be remembered for it. They're, they're all around character. <laughs> all around my, you know, how much how much of a loving man, you know, was Rye? Yeah. You know, what did he really represent? What was he about? What How much kindness was in him? Was he selfish, self-centered, or was he generous? You know, what? What are the, what are the highlights? What, what was his life? What's the story of his life?
0: I love that you're touching on character and because I think so often people will start to think of legacy almost on par with an inheritance, leaving property or money. And your focus when we're speaking of legacy is character. It is those heart issues. Um, how does one go about ensuring that a legacy of character is left?
1: Well again, i I think you have to identify that you know and get very specific about that um, you have to to recognize the examples of of character, you know what are the elements of character. Mm-hmm. You know, I was raised in a in a home that was fairly frugal. And so if I'm not careful, I can let my frugality get to be too much, too big in my life. And so do I wanna, you know, have my grandkids say, like, oh, you know, Poppy was really, you know, tight with his money. And so, well, you know, I, I want them to, to, to say yes frugal, but not, you know, go overboard. So identifying specifics of, of, of generosity of, you know, that was Poppy someone who took joy in, in giving and in, in sharing whatever, you know, funds or time. Uh, you know, was I, was I kind to hurting people? was I, was I a patient man? Was I a compassionate man? Um, Was I a forgiving man? If you just, you know, you don't want to just say character, you know, (laughs) because there's a lot of pieces of character. There's a lot of different elements of character. So I want to be thorough and make sure, you know, well, Poppy was very generous, but he was a real grouch, you know, or he was really... Insulting to other people, or he was, you know, short or too critical, or I want to try to try to be the a person that is remembered as 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 a godly man, as a man wanting to do everything that Jesus is is instructing us to do and to be.
0: I love that, and I see that in your life that you do consistently, and I think that that is what you're calling forth is the need to be reflective of our lives in all of these areas. Would you say that there's a specific season? I know in our last podcast, we talked about seasons of life. Uh, Would you say there's a particular season that influences our legacy more than another?
1: I think, you know, if we took a boat, (laughs) I think certainly you'd say the second half, perhaps has more potential to be a greater influence. Typically the early years you're starting your career and, you know, you're accumulating whatever success or assets that you that you are having. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I would necessarily say absolutely your second half or your fourth quarter. But certainly those last two quarters present Maybe more opportunities you know if if you have raised a family and you know now it's not hours a day of making lunches and driving kids to school and doing all those things you know or your career you know you're not staying late and going on tra- on business trips or taking additional classes, so you have the chance to really focus on your character, focus on your integrity, focus on your reputation, focus on your honesty, focus on humility, you know, focus on all of these things and to be proactive. You know, Susan, I, you know, we all have blind spots and so I need help sometimes. I don't realize that, boy, in this area, you know, Ron, you could use a little work. And sometimes, you know, it's my wife that points it out or, or a close friend. And and I've learned to appreciate that and, and take their suggestions to heart because the end result is that I want to be everything God wants me to be. Um, that's such an obvious decision that should be made for all of us.
0: Amen. It makes me think of an example when we were preparing for today. Uh, you had given the example of someone that maybe starts off strong and then a life change happens, a disappointment, a heartache, and they almost seem to to get off course. What have you seen happens in those scenarios when it comes to the way that person may be remembered later in life?
1: yeah that's it's sad it really brings up sadness to me and you know it's been fifty years this month since I began my walk with jesus mm-hmm. and you know in those early years, there were friends that are no longer you know following the Lord and when I look at their lives, for the most part their lives of of you know failures or minimalized accomplishments and, um, uh, and I'm, again, I'm sure that's not the case for all of them, but for many of them. And that really makes me sad. So, you know, over the course of a lifetime, you know, you hear things said like, it's really not about how you start. It's about how you finish at, you know, uh, there's so many examples of that in life. It, it really, in a sporting event, you know, it's the, it's the end. It's the last minutes of the game. It's, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I want to call people to, to look at themselves and to just say, wow, have I allowed myself to kind of lower my standard of how I was going to live, how I'm living? Mm-hmm. Because if we do that, Then we're going to be remembered as someone who, you know, neglected certain parts of our lives. And as soon as I want to do my best, I want to encourage other people to do their best at just covering all the bases. I hit them all. You know, why not? You know, why not be (laughs) everything what God wants us to be?
0: exactly it really calls us back to that intentionality in this and to not just assume that because we accomplish certain things early on that we can now coast and be remembered for that that what we do all the way through our fourth quarter um is what kind of that that last taste what is that saying that says when you have that last taste in your mouth and that's what we want to leave with people um with a very intentional outlook So this has a very practical aspect to it. And you spoke earlier about wanting your legacy to include being remembered as a man who forgave well, who was kind, who was generous. Can you pick one of those three and share how that goal to be remembered that way now plays out in your day-to-day decision-making?
1: yeah I, I don't know that i can give you necessarily a, a a specific but i i certainly i would say that it's it's there in all of my decisions it's 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 a part of the filter of of every decision that i'm going to make you know over the course of these next years these last years because of as what we've already mentioned is that this last season is going to, you know, you you remember the things, you know, closest to, to your present. You really think about the memories of our childhood are, are, you know, they shrink as you get older, as the years, you know, uh, increase. So this last season to, to just say, I want to be generous. I want to be compassionate and and maybe I want to be more generous than I ever was and I want to be more compassionate than I ever was and I want to give and serve others more than I did because I I have just learned over the course of these years That's where the satisfaction is. And so in some ways it winds up together. The things in life most satisfying are what's going to produce the greatest legacy. Absolutely. That's what we want to be remembered. We want to be remembered as as men and women of of great character.
0: I agree. I don't want to let go of this practical aspect too soon. Because you, in your response, mentioned it's a filter through which every decision is made. Maybe someone listening does not have that filter. And so let's get practical. And the the image that's coming to my mind when I think about how you filter is I happen to know when I visited you and your wife in your home, there's not a day that goes by that you're not on your floor of your office before the Lord. How is that your filter?
1: Well, you know <laughs> if if I'm not drawing closer to god and and I think of the verse in james james four eight mm-hmm. draw near to God, and he will draw near to you yeah. So that's kind of a good deal. I like that deal. <laughs> so what do you mean if I extend the effort to, to spend time with you, then you're going to be there with me. And so specifically when I do that, then it's when I get reminded of, of things to do, people to call, people I should visit, you know, ideas spring up of, of some way I could help an organization you know, so uh, you know, prayer and the study of scripture. You know, it doesn't become less important. And and Susan, maybe you're you're getting at this conversation we've had. A, you know, previously, it's almost like the world is saying, you know, take it easy, relax. You know, and so being this sarcastic kind of guy, you know. I, I say, oh, so should we pray less and should we read less of the scripture? Should we maybe we're going to church every week, but you know, just go once in a while, kind of coast into the end of your life and I'm like that does that just makes absolutely no sense. And so I think I have to say that my time with the Lord. Yes, sweeter as I get older, as as I make that a, a bigger priority in my life, then the fruit, of the scripture is true. You know, Jesus, what He said comes to pass. Is when we are purposeful, when we are intentional, when we draw near to God, then He draws near to us. So,
0: and that is certainly what I want as well, and maybe we could almost enter, what's the word I want, interject, filter for a purpose-driven life before the Lord in our faith and in our devotion. And I'm reminded of the scripture that talks about how all scripture is God-given and useful for instruction and correction. And so it becomes that filter through which we determine how to make our decisions and live our lives. And therefore, our legacy is formed in those day-to-day choices. Is there anything else you'd like to add to this conversation on how we are remembered?
1: Yeah, yeah you know, Suze, uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be speaking at a memorial. Yeah. What, a, what a practical Example of this and it just so happens that the person whose life I'm going to be talking about did life really well and it's it's, it's such an honor to be able to highlight some of the ways that he is being remembered by his grandchildren and his sons and his son and his daughter and his son-in-law and his daughter-in-law. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be highlighting the fact that, you know, when we do this, when we do and live the way God wants us to live, when it's our turn and, and we each will have a memorial service, there's no escaping it. What do we want to be said, what what do we want to have said about us? Yes. I think that's a serious topic, and I think that's worth exploring and thinking about and holding up, kind of holding ourselves up in the mirror. Yes. Lord, what would that be like if I were to go tomorrow or next week? Don't you want to have... People speak highly of how you lived. Um, I know I do, and I know you do as
0: well. It's true. It is a topic worthy of intentional thought and a purpose life in the Word of God and being obedient to Him, because that's the only way that we can live that way.
1: So let's let's do it. I mean, do it. Let- make this happen and let's be intentional and let's be passionate and let's finish our lives stronger than we ever even could imagine the life could be
0: finished so i'm with you i hope our listeners are inspired to do the same
1: I hope so too thank you susan
0: thanks ron thank you for tuning in to this episode of the q4 impact podcast Please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on so you continue receiving encouragement and practical tips on how to live your fourth quarter continually impacting the world around you for Christ.